Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. So you and I are here listening to this podcast for the same reasons. We're parents. We're tired. We're doing our very best for our children. I had this moment with a friend a couple of months ago. We were talking about keeping the children entertained and not just entertained, but entertained with an activity that would also facilitate fun and learning. At first, we came up with a few ideas, but as we got deeper into conversation, it became more apparent that throughout every day, there are countless learning opportunities that also keep the little ones busy. So walking the dog and doing a scavenger hunt, baking snacks and counting ingredients, using our recycling pile-up for some junk modelling, having breakfast together and making shapes with toast, using salt puppets for our bedtime story. Giggly.co.uk have so many activity ideas that can stand alone or fit in with your everyday, all of which provide fun learning opportunities for our children. And on top of the IdeaPat website, they have a fantastic range of resources from games and arts and craft sets to curriculum-linked magazine activity packs and role-play printouts, all carefully designed to make learning fun for our children. Take a look now at giggly.co.uk. A Dadsnet original podcast. The North-South Dad Vibe podcast with Adam and Cockney John. Welcome once again to the North South Dad Vibe podcast. Yes, it is me. It is me. Oh, it's ADAM. It's Adam. No, no, I don't like it. I don't know why no, I tried to work. be. I don't know why don't I tried work. to be Flash. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> you, you need to sort yourself out. Um, anyway, scratch that. <laughs> I'm like Adam. The worst Snoop Dogg impression ever. <laughs> I'm Adam. If you didn't know that by me spelling it out a minute ago, uh, I am bringing you the North South Dad Vibe podcast today with my esteemed colleague. And by esteemed, I mean he's esteeming drunk. It's Mr. Cockney John. How you doing, <laughs> To be right. fair, that was a good line. I literally just thought of that now. And that's quick. That's quick I comedy, thought, that mate. I thought you were going to come back with a steaming pile of something. <laughs> Cow dung. Yeah. <laughs> um, or I could have just been like, J-O-H-N, oh yeah. Uh, but then realised that I am not got that in my locker. Um, thank you so much for joining us on the North-South Dad Vibe in today's episode. Oh yeah, we will be talking another of our first times in the aptly named You Never Forget Your First. We're then going to have a couple of questions for Mr. Cockney John today. Uh, we're then going to go into some Ubers, as always, because I cannot keep these Ubers to myself. <laughs> <laughs> my facts are so Uber. Oh my God, my Uber facts are bursting. <laughs> and um, I do, do you know what? I don't know what is happening. I feel in a, in a weird mood, mate. This app's going to go dark. Um, and then we're going to finish with Cockney John's horoscope. So, Yay. I know what you're all thinking. <laughs> yeah. 
That was sarcastic, but we'll take it. He's clearly excited. Um, I know you're excited. I know Cockney John's excited. And trust me, if you could see my trousers, you can tell I'm excited. All that... <laughs> was it a low-profile temple? <laughs> a mini teepee. All Why that... is it aerodynamic? <laughs> All that and more on this crazy episode. The North-South Dad Fight Podcast with Adam and Cockney John. Okay, crazy opening to this app. Crazy times. <laughs> uh, how are things, my friend? Uh, it's been a it's been a tough one. Been a yeah. very very tough one. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, me uh, dad passed away like at the beginning of this week, and. Uh, it's been coming for a while, you know. He had Alzheimer's. He's lived in a home for the past seven or eight years. Uh, and uh, for the past year, he hasn't, to be honest, he just hasn't moved, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've been uh, off work for a week, uh, you know, dealing with the funeral plans, the legal side of things with my mum. And, uh, yeah, but it's uh, it's also one of them where you see... The way my mum described it to me, she said, that's why they're your friend. Because, like, you get texts from people and just checking in on you. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And you know, they know you don't really want to talk and that you're probably not going to reply and stuff like that. But it's it's always nice to have those messages coming through. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. And, uh, <clears throat> it also showed me the resilience and I, I realised where I get my humour from this week with my mum. Right. Because we got back from the, uh, i got to tell you this story, especially after the past couple of weeks when we've been discussing her uh, wind. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so we got back from the home after my dad had passed. Me and my mum were both with him at the time, which was nice. Uh and we were sort of both walking around in a bit of a daze in the house, you know, in complete yeah, silence, yeah. just doing weird stuff. You know, I started fixing an old pen knife and she did the dishes. It was just a bit weird. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. I said, uh, it's my fault I put the telly on, uh, just so we got a bit of noise. She went, no, no, not at all. And then as I'm getting up to turn the telly on, all I heard was... <laughs> Right. There's some noise for you. <laughs> oh my word! She never. Oh, she, she, she never, never fails. Never she fails. Never fails to deliver, my mum. She's absolutely well. Brilliant. I would like to take this opportunity on behalf of obviously my family, the the North South Dad Fired yeah, thank you, community that we've uh, that we've been able to build, and I'm sure all our thoughts and prayers are with you and your family at this uh, hard time. Um, it's nice to know that, you know, your dad's at peace and that your mum has got you there uh, to help her through uh, mm. wind and rain, but mainly wind. Mainly um, wind. <laughs> 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 uh, no, but obviously all thoughts and prayers are with you, mate. Um, Thank you. But no, that's tough. That's tough. I mean, I have to, I have to tell you this, right? Mm. I've been completely, you know, different. Um, I've had a bit of a nightmare with the barbers, 
Now, I wanted to ask you this, right? <laughs> yeah. I, wanted to, I wanted to ask you this. <laughs> Is this why we're not on... Uh... No, no, nah, nah, like li- literally, <laughs> my hair's looking, my hair's looking fresh, but it, it's it's more. How do you feel about like? I don't see your your. You don't really care like what you say, as we've you know found out on your disaster <laughs> dates. But like, I, I think one of the most awkward situations you can have as a human being mm. is being sat in the hairdressers or barbers and not liking what they're doing. Uh, yeah, no. Do you know what I mean? Like, you ask for something. I always, you know, it's like saying to McDonald's, oh, can I get, can I get a a Big Mac? But I'm allergic to the Big Mac sauce, so don't put the Big Mac sauce (laughs) on it. And then it comes smothered in Big Mac sauce. It's like, (laughs) you had one McJob, (laughs) you McAsshole. And then you go to the barbers and you go, can I get, you know, can I just get a, you know, a, a nice trim? Or blend it in on top, and you come out looking like an absolute bell end, like it's... an actual bell. <laughs> like, did it? No, no, no. This isn't me. Did it... <laughs> I was going to say, do you not remember the time I went for a fade and uh, I came out looking like an alien, like a pinhead alien? Yeah, yeah. I, do I mean, remember it, that. it took about a week to grow in. I couldn't believe it. I mean, I, I always go back to this story, right? I used to go to this hairdresser called The Cuthead by Paul, right? And there was a guy oh. called John there, and um, John, and he used to smoke like a chimney, right? And, um, Good lad. Uh, not really. Um, anyway, it, but the worst thing was, obviously, his hands would be going close to your face while he's using the scissors. Ah, uh, yeah. Minging fingers yeah. on the lad. Anyway, it gets to a point where John goes off ill um, and he's got cancer and he's really poorly. And, mm. um, you know, I don't, I don't want this to sound like a bad story to tell at, at such a grim time for you, but you'll understand my point. He... I thought that he'd gone off because the last time I'd seen him, he, he looked really ill. And I thought, you know, he didn't have long left. I thought he was going to just enjoy his time yeah. in, in the sun. I arrived at a cuthead by Paul and sat there in the waiting room, waiting for my normal guy who was called Matt. Young guy, quite good, you know, didn't... He was he was the anti-bell, basically. <laughs> and um, anyway, unbelievably, John kind of stumbles out the back room and goes who's next now at this point i'm thinking this could be his last haircut i I can't deny the guy his last haircut but i had like i had some big things coming up i had like a date and stuff so i was a bit like in it so i was like do you know what i'm gonna bite the bullet here and, and i'll do it so i sat down and he started doing my hair. And immediately I was like, I regret this decision. <laughs> like, I feel bad for him, but I regret this decision. And then it just seemed to be like about three or four minutes. And I could see that he was struggling. I could yeah. see it. He was out of breath. He was, he was, he, you know, he was a bit shaky. Getting a bit close to the ears. He picked up the mirror, right? And went, <laughs> is that all right? right and shown me <laughs> you know each side now in 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 a haze of of me feeling kind of sympathy for him feeling kind of like horrible for him i went yeah quality mate stood up and paid 15 quid 
and left. <laughs> he'd cut half my hair. He'd, he'd not cut like whole half of my head. So what I had to do was I left a cut head by Paul and I walked around the corner to a place called Dino's and got Dino to shave my to head. To fix it. No, to, sh- to, <laughs> to shave, shave my it. head. To just shave it all off because he'd gone so uneven all over the shop. Yeah. I thought there's no saving this. Plus, I didn't really know Dino. Mm. <laughs> so I had to pay 15 <laughs> to get my head. So it turned out that I paid 30 of your queens to for get a your shaved head shaved. Head. Yeah. Nice. And it just and it just reminded me because the other day I went to the barbers and he's not you know, still there, is he? No, no, no. Sorry, no. He's <laughs> you know he's he, he this was quite a few years ago. That that happened a long time ago, uh, and obviously John John sadly isn't with us anymore. Um, and it, and it could have easily been the last cut because I don't really think <clears throat> yeah. anyone else uh, people left people like saw me. I looked so what like, was happening yeah, and got people, out. I looked like I looked like an overweight. I looked like an overweight Rufio tribute from Hook because he'd cut off my hair. Um, I've got a mate that we call Rufio because he looks like him. He yeah. gets well annoyed because it's literally like I've known him since I was like eighteen or something. And I still shout at him when I see him coming down the street. Yeah. Well, this is what I mean. I just think and, and it just happened the other day, like a guy, you know, I was getting my hair cut, things were going okay, and then this guy starts cutting my beard, and he just let, he, he, he trimmed my whole beard, but left my chin, and like my chin was oh, really me. long, oh, and I was just like, done? and it just, well, it just, it just was a bit like, I, I, it, it was at this point I mustered up the courage to just go, sorry mate, uh, can, can you just, can you just trim my chin as well? And I thought at this point he was going to go, which one? And I thought... <laughs> well, I was going to say that it's a thing, in it, that some more rotund gentlemen do. Did you just call have, me rotund? I'm just... I'm not saying you. I'm saying that the rotund gentleman choice is to have, like, shorter, almost, like, designer stubble on the edges and then the beard around the mouth because it makes you look thinner. Well, yeah, speaking of the barbers, like when I was about 18, because I was wondering, when do you get that strength within you to tell the barber you're not happy? Because that takes time. I think it's one of the most, you've really got to nut up or shut up. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a key moment in life, that. <clears throat> well, I, I developed it when I was about 17. I'd gone out to get my hair cut. And... Uh, at the end, he didn't do the mirror bit you were talking about. All right, so he and just I left did, it. He just left it. He, he he did me air and then just left it and said, right, you're all done. And I thought, hang on, I haven't seen the back. And then I thought, do you know what? It's it's fine, it's fine, just, you know. He's like, not going to have messed yeah. the back up. Go home. My mum's killing herself laughing, right? As a joke, he's left the start of a rat's tail in the back of my head. <laughs> Right, just just right in the middle, coming down the back. He's left the rat's tail. That's so <laughs> went storming off back up there, like slammed the door open. All like the three blokes in there turned around. And, hey, we can't believe it took you so long. <laughs> and at that moment, that was the moment where, from then on, I'm quite comfy in a barber now. 
yeah to just say to just no say. i don't like that or if they're getting a bit high or something with the clippers i'll i'll call them back you know yeah my mum my mum always recalls a story with my dad she came home from work and my dad turned around at the uh sink mm. and my mum went oh my god and he went what and he went she went have you seen your hair and he went <laughs> yeah don't mind it and she went you look like bloody Lloyd Christmas from Dumb and Dumber. And they did basically <laughs> they basically cut his fringe like horrendously. And I, honestly, I can't even believe it. Giving him it. a bowl cut. Yeah, giving him a bowl cut. Uh, but he got his own back when my mum had a perm and came back in. And when my dad went, right, lads, don't take the mick out of your mum. Uh, she's had a hair and she's not quite sure about it. And my mum walked in with his big blonde curly <laughs> lid and then my dad went introducing vera duckworth <laughs> and every me and my brothers were crying off him my mum went absolutely barney um, do you know i used to do a pub quiz when i lived in york for a bit with vera duckworth's son in real life oh yeah and we had a round where everyone brought in their you know their baby photos yeah yeah and you had to guess who was the who the photo was off yeah yeah and guess who brought in a baby photo sat with vera dutworth how stupid could you be oh the son yeah the son so it's how amazing would that have been if someone else had met vera duckworth when they were a baby and brought what, in, and what, and just what an absolute, absolute <laughs> curveball that would be a great bluff it would be a great bluff but for him to actually do it it's like, oh come on mate try (laughs) (laughs) well we best move to the first feature of this episode before my hair grows back and i've got to go back to the barbers because i really don't want to have to speak to them um get ready for you never forget your first and this week we are going to be talking about the first time a little bit cheeky that we got drunk (laughs) Okay, yes. the first time, the first of many, <laughs> put it that way, uh, that we got drunk. So, um, do you want to kick us off, mate? All right, yeah. So, my, uh, I've actually got two stories for this. Two stories. Uh, because I had the first time I got drunk when I weren't supposed to, and the first time I got drunk with my parents. Right. So, the first one... Uh, quite a simple story to be honest uh 11 years old one week before my 12th birthday is also uh the day before i had my first fag funnily enough it was a new year's eve party in my mum and dad's house everyone got drunk so mission one was to get drunk ourselves which we managed ridiculous like far too easily it was far too easy for me to get drunk I walked past my dad at one point with a can of Stella in my hand. He said, what's that? I said, Shandy. Looked at me, took it out of my hand, took a glug of it. He just went, all right. <laughs> and just <laughs> waved me on. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and then phase two of the mission was to steal fags. And that was easy because everyone was hammered. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we were, we were all just sat up in my bedroom listening to Guns N' Roses. Right. And uh, NWA and stuff like that. You yeah, know, yeah, music yeah. we weren't supposed to be listening to with our beer and a pile of hidden fags under the bed. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like the first one that uh, 
I wasn't supposed to, but the first, my, the one I really truly count as my first, I got drunk. I was 14 and we were in Greece. Right. And uh, in this little village we were staying at, there was a rock and roll bar and it played like all 50s, 60s, 70s, but all rock and roll. Okay. And uh, all like the locals came in, they had leather jackets on and all that. And uh, my mum and dad loved all that music. So the locals absolutely loved them. Cause they yeah, were, like, yeah, yeah. They, were, they thought they were the real deal. They were the right age. They knew all the words. You know, they were both having a drink. And so they bought me a pint. Now, what I didn't realise was the barman thought it was hilarious that this 14-year-old was sat in there. So they kept refilling my pint. Right. Then people at the bar, when they were buying their own drinks, were sending drinks over to me. <laughs> so I'm sat on my own at the end of the bar, slowly getting wasted while my mum and dad are dancing. They have no idea. When they come to find me, I'm playing air guitar to smoke on the water, sat on the floor in the corner. Oh, no. <laughs> it was, and then... 14's so young to get drunk. Yeah. And then... They had to walk me home, like, you know, like one arm on one each arm, of yeah, them. yeah, yeah, yeah. I threw up <laughs> all over the bathroom. My and God. they had to put me to bed. Oh, no. How embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. But to be fair, though, 14, that's not too bad. You know, you seem like you handled it fairly decent. I See, mine was weird, right? Because obviously back in the day, I played football and rugby religiously. Um, I'd seen my older brother get drunk and throw up constantly. And he was, yeah. you know, he used to throw up all the time. So it never was something that I was that bothered about. I had mates who were going out, going house parties and drinking. Yeah. And I, I'd sometimes go to these house parties, but never drink. I used to just be like, no, I don't drink. I don't drink. And I got to just before my 16th birthday, and I got a girlfriend. Um, ah, showing off, were you? Well, no, I wouldn't say showing off, but, you know, she was just kind of like, oh, you're having a drink. And then all the lads were like, oh, yeah, we're all get, we're all coming round to Wardy's house and we're all going to have a drink at Wardy's house. So I thought, right, okay, I'm sensible, season's over, you know, which it was, to be fair. And I thought, you know, if there's going to be a time for me to do it, I, I, I'll do it now. You've got to do a, it on the off-season. As a professional 14-year-old exactly. sportsman, you've exactly. got to... 15, come on. 15, yeah. And, and we, we were going to this, like, arranged party at this, like, cricket club. So I went round to Wardy's house. Now, listen to this for a throwback. Mm. I took with me four bottles of... Hooch. W- no. Guess again. Uh, right. Four bottles... You were f- 15, so... Not, I don't think been... it's still around. <clears throat> ah, it's not around. Oh, so it weren't Smirnoff Ice or Wicked no, or nothing. No, It was... Oh, no. I think it's called this. Was it Reef? Oh, Reef, yeah. Yeah, Reef. <laughs> yeah. I had four bottles of Reef, right? It was like the hooch version of Lilt, wasn't it? It was like Alcoholic Sunny D, wasn't it? <laughs> and... Um, I, you know, I was drinking this reef, thinking that I was the dog's bollocks, <laughs> and uh, I, I remember I had these four reefs, and then, and then as soon as I had the fourth one, I thought I'd never had the feeling before ever. Yeah, I was like, oh man, yeah, feel mint, feel quality. That's and what then, drinking does for you. That's why we should all drink all the got, time. <laughs> 
got to got to this party. My girlfriend was there, and uh, everyone was talking about it. Oh my god, Parky's drunk. No one's ever seen Parky <laughs> drunk. So, what does Parky do when he's drunk? He dances <laughs> and he strips. <laughs> And Every single yeah, time. And I, yeah, that, that is literally my Is that life where it started? That is where it started. I did Mysterious Girl. Was it Mysterious Girl? That, Go on. Yeah, I did Mysterious Girl <laughs> at that party. Now, the good thing is when I look back, this was in my peak fitness stage. So yeah. when I did Mysterious Girl, you know, me and Peter Andre weren't that different. Um, whereas like when I do it now, it's just kind of like, <laughs> My body goes one way, everything else goes another. <laughs> and um, then you fall down the stairs. And then I fall and then I, I break something and embarrass my wife and my children. Um, so, yeah, that was my first. But <laughs> stay with us because I'm going to put some questions to my good old friend, Cotney John, in QT with CJ. Yes, I have got some questions this week um, for Mr. Cotney John. And here we go. What's something you really resent paying for? Toilet. Oh, it's such a shower. Well I hate that. Harrods. A quid. A You're quid. joking. It might even be more now. That I mean, that was years and years ago. I've never been in since since they introduced the uh, charging for the toilet. I don't... I, I mean, not like I went to Harrods all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> absolutely yeah they haven't actually lost a customer to be fair maybe that's why they've done it is just to get rid of people like Cotney me john al fired yeah were they harrods <laughs> was Dodie yeah, fired yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah. that's a, that's it that, do you know what i i saw that question i was thinking what do i really resent paying for i'm not a massive fan of paying for parking um yeah. you know that does annoy me especially when you get absolutely ripped off yeah. Like at some places, but toilet is a hell of a shout. <laughs> well, do you know where I don't mind paying for parking? Like, you know, in North Manchester, like around Northern Quarter. Yeah, yeah. Because they'll literally build in any spare plot of land there at the moment. Right. And I like the fact that the car parks are making so much money because it's the only cheap place in Manchester to park now is around there that they don't need to sell the land to the developers they're just they're already making enough money and i like the fact that it's sort of just slowing that development down because let's face it that they're already overbuilt around there there's not half the flats are empty like and i just i'm glad that there's something keeping them at bay even if it's only slightly overpriced parking but it's still cheaper than M&S, so. <laughs> Fair dues. Um, what, and I don't know if I've asked you this before, so you'll have to bear with me. What weird food combinations do you really enjoy? Ah, now this one. Oh, Have I asked you, you this? No, nah, but as soon as you said it, I knew. Because, and it goes back to when I was a kid. And uh, me and my mate used to have this. Every time he'd come over... My mum, for some reason, called it a special sandwich, and we both loved it. And it, now, looking back, it sounds minging. I offered it to Washing, he wouldn't have it. And it's special sandwich. It's yeah, not the I best know, name. It sounds. I know. I know. <laughs> and it's basically two pieces of bread with loads of baked beans with a fried egg on top. And it's just, it's like if you're thinking really of an wasn't egg. What- 
<laughs> yeah, it's just... No, but I'm saying it really wasn't what it. I expected. I mean, that is that is basically like a different version of a breakfast butty just without the bacon and sausage. But it's yeah, like but it, without, without, they're the two furthest away yeah, ingredients. From, it's a messy butty. Yeah, it's a, a messy boy. But if you have like a sausage, you'll have sausage and bacon. You'll have sausage and egg. You'll have uh, egg and bacon or just egg. But no yeah, one yeah. adds. You don't. I've never had egg and beans. I've yeah, never seen just those two. Yeah, combined. no, I agree. I agree. That is, that is weird. <laughs> I would say I remember my good old friend Ob. He and I'm sure I've said this before. I might oh, have said is this it on your the sandwich? The sandwich. Yeah, and people always say like. It can't be nice, but I swear to you, bacon sausage, hash brown black pudding, right? Which sounds All amazing, normal, anyway, yeah. On a big bomb, yeah. And on it is now anyone it'd be red or brown sauce, but Ob, my mate, said to me, get mayonnaise, pepper, and vinegar. And oh. I always remember, and I was going, "What? That's, that sounds ridiculous. That's disgusting." And he bought me one, and I'm not kidding you. It was outrageously nice. It it, it, oh, create, no. it creates it, a sort of paste. It's oh, just, <laughs> honestly, just a vinegary, it's really, eggy I, paste. I swear to you, it's really, really nice. Uh, right, last question before we move on. <laughs> what right. food have you never eaten but would really like to try? Mm. I would say salt based steak because I've never eaten it because it's about 10 grand. Really? Nah, you, you've not heard, you've not heard these stories. That fell I've on death ears. What was it? Wagyu or Wagyu, Wagyu steak? Wagyu steak. Yeah. But yeah, you but can get that in Iceland now. Salt Bay. Yeah. Salt Bay. You know Salt Bay? No. Salt Bay, the guy who does the salt off his elbow. <laughs> he does salt off it? No. What's how, that? How do you not know? There's going to be people listening to this screaming. <laughs> how do you not know Salt Bay? <laughs> right, I'm going to send you a video of Salt Bay. Basically, Salt Bay. He went viral because he, yeah. he spread salt on his meat and stuff by, mm. like, rolling it down his arm, off his elbow, onto meat. And he's called Salt Bay. And he opened up his own thing of restaurants, which celebrities go to. But the 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 price of his restaurants are insane. Because he uh, rolls it down his arm? I, well, I think because, so. <laughs> see, this is... This is what I hate about the modern generation. <laughs> He's got that just because of TikTok or what was it, Vine? Vine, or yeah. Something. Like, if you're a chef, you make a name as a chef. That's yeah. what you do. You go out, you provide the best food, and people notice. If you're doing a show, it's the show, isn't it? It's not the food. Yeah. It's a status symbol. And food ain't about status, is it? Really, food's supposed to be for the people. Oh, I've got for me, the uh, people. I've got my red army flag flying today. I know. Yeah, <laughs> you, you are getting, you are going too deep on these cues, CJ. Um, I reckon for me, <clears throat> it would have to be. I've always wanted to try. Uh, you know, when you see like travel programs like Vietnam and stuff. Yeah, and they have the weird, just meat on a stick right on so the like street rat. yeah you want to try rat yeah i'd give it a go it always i genuinely now you know how much i love a chicken wing right <laughs> i thought you're gonna say now, love rat. when you see <laughs> <laughs> now when you see them rats they just look like a really big chicken wing 
And also, I've got this thing from, do you remember Demolition Man? When he eats a rat burger. Yeah. And the burger looks so good. It You're just, just looks a weird like a good guy, burger. Mate. I'm sorry, North South <laughs> listeners, that you have to listen to this weird guy who wants to eat rats. You're going to start COVID-20. No, all you I'm saying, joke all I'm saying is, if I was out there, which I'm not a lover of the heat, so I probably wouldn't. But if I was out there and had the opportunity, I'd buy one. I'll give it a go and see what all the fuss is about. Yeah, well, they're remember, all walking around eating tried, them. I tried snails. Have you tried snails? Yeah, yeah. It's just like gar- salty, all I can taste. They? Yeah, all Very I could salty. taste was the uh, garlic, but I couldn't actually taste. Anything. I tried to start my own restaurant called Snail Bay, and I rolled yeah. these snails <laughs> off my elbow, uh, but no one would pay for it, unfortunately. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine trying to roll a snail? It just stuck really slowly. Sorry, guys. It's going to be here here for a while. Um, Stay with us, guys, because we've got some Uber facts coming your way. Adam and Cockney John's North South Dad Vibe podcast. Okay, now this Uber fact to start us off today. Um, And you know what it is with Uber. They are so Uber. We need to read them out to you. Uh, <laughs> please carry on listening. Um, right, here we go. This one really did hit me hard. It did hurt my heart, this. The loneliest whale in the world. <laughs> I Why love you laughing? it already. I love it already. The loneliest... <laughs> it reminds me of you, mate. So just listen. I think the, I know the, this one. The loneliest whale in the world has been singing the same song, <laughs> crying for companionship for over 20 years. Yeah, I've heard this. Have I you heard, heard it? Yeah, I've, I've never heard, heard that. I've heard this. Now, I have no idea if it's true. Have you heard uh, Dory? Heard have it. you heard Dory speak whale in Final Yeah, Human? yeah, yeah. So do you think it's something about like, and I guess that's why they call it the blues. <laughs> Be even better if it was a blue whale. Oh, I know. <laughs> nobody loves me because I'm so big. But that it's like that old uh, tortoise, isn't it? What was he called? Lonesome George or something? <laughs> or Lonesome it, Harry or something? You you he just... was the last of his species. Oh, that's grim. Yeah, so he couldn't, mate. He couldn't do anything. Do you know what I mean? He was... He, he might have been... No, the one we spoke about before that... Um, uh, Steve Irwin had. Oh, Stingray. I think, I think... No, not Stingray. No, his tortoise that ended up with him. Oh, sorry. And it oh, was from actually Darwin's, uh, Darwin's tortoise. Darwin's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I think that might have just been a Galapagos... Just to go back wars. onto this loneliest Sorry. in the world, I just, I just, I find it just so unbelievable that it's been singing the same song for 20 years. And I'm just, I'd love it to be a song that we know, just like a whale and you just suddenly find it and it's just kind of going, I want to know what love is. Singing oh, the same song, crying for companionship. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely unbelievable. Oh dear! Just right. like, just like slowly 
gliding around the oceans, its tail hanging down. <laughs> Are you the loneliest <laughs> whale in the world? <laughs> Unbreak my heart. <laughs> Okay, next one. And this one is very apt for you, sir. Uh, saying curse words specifically when you are in pain can mm. increase your pain tolerance by up to 33%. I would give that a trophy. You're going I, true. I think, yeah, I think it's to do with uh, that when you scream out and let it out, it increases your... Uh, What's it? Not the testosterone. The uh, Basically, it's the pain inhibitors. It might be the testosterone, actually. You get a release of testosterone because you don't feel pain once you've had that. Right. And um, so that's like, you know, when they say like mum strength. Yeah, when yeah. you hear stories of mums lifting a car up or something to get their baby <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's like that. It, it's the the release of the testosterone actually stops you feeling the pain so it's not that you're stronger than you normally are it's that you can where you'd normally stop because it hurts you can carry on you is getting so scientific in this episode bro <laughs> okay we are about to finish this. i work in schools because you work in schools <laughs> we are going to finish this episode with a little look as to what the stars and the solar system has in store for Mr. Cotney John with Cotney John's Horoscope. Okay. Now, you have had a tough week, obviously, yeah. for obvious reasons that we touched upon before. But, you know, this horoscope... <laughs> this horoscope mate right here we go go on whatever difficulties may have arisen over the past few days you have the power to overcome them gain new strength and move on your physical energy is good you won't wear out you'll probably push on and take care of each chore as it comes up if you've been thinking of starting a new project this is the day to do it project obstacles won't stop you that's it that's i'm sorry did i interrupt right i, I, I don't know why you, you came in at the project <laughs> is that not right project yeah no no project i was just thinking like i doubt it's an interesting term for a planet a funeral in it I know, yeah. Well, I was thinking What's more, your project? Uh, I was thinking, yeah. If you've been thinking about starting a new project, your new project is whether to do it with your right hand or your left. Um, well, the other thing is, don't worry about your physical energy. You'll be fine. Right, tell the listeners why we had to record so late tonight. What did I do? Uh, he had a nap. <laughs> I love a nap. And I, I really enjoyed it. Do you know, I have and, to say, uh, do you know, do you know when, you, when, you throw, when you throw things like that to me, I am a father of two, <laughs> I have a five-year-old and a two-year-old. I've got a wife who's been poorly recently, so I felt like a single dad. Yeah. I've then got work full-time. I'm doing everything. <laughs> I'm trying to arrange to record two podcasts in one night. Yeah. And you message me saying, up for recording later, I need a nap. And I'm thinking, 
if it wasn't for the week that you've had, <laughs> I would have called you the F out on that. Um, thank you so much for listening. For more information on parenting, if you've got something to share, make sure you join the North South Dad Vibe podcast group. And of course, don't forget to check out dadsnet.com. Woo! Dadsnet! For all things dad and parenting related. Remember, if you've enjoyed listening and we hope you've enjoyed having us back these past three weeks, please do give us a five-star rating, subscribe, and please do leave us a review wherever you usually listen. We are approaching the festive season, so we are going to be introducing some more festive chat uh, into the eps over the forthcoming weeks. But I will leave you in the capable hands of the final thought of Mr. Cotney John. So, as my mum proved earlier this week laughter can be found in the darkest of times and it can make someone else feel so much better so while you're out there try and give a random person a laugh each day spread the joy take care of yourselves everyone cheers in a bit the north south dad fight podcast with adam and cockney john a dad's net original podcast <laughs>